Woo, praise the Lord. What an honor to be able to speak to the righteousness of God. That's you folks. You are righteous in Jesus Christ. He has given you his righteousness. That we can stand before the Father without guilt and condemnation. What we're going to share about today is evangelism. Five basic steps that I I know of. I'm sure there's many, many more. But <clears throat> I just want to start off with Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. And he personally gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to build up the body. To build up the body. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. There are different gifts, but the same spirit. Different gifts. There's, I counted just 12 on, a, on a one scripture, but I'm sure there's many more, like the gift of mercy, the gift of um, hospitality. Those are all gifts from the Holy Spirit. So what that is saying is that the Holy Spirit in you can use any one of those gifts that he would like to use through you. You could evangelize. You could talk to somebody about about the Lord. That's evangelism. You can pray for somebody. He can use any one of the gifts in you. The more we open up, the more he can use. So, Five basic steps to evangelism. Number one, the most important thing to do is spend time with the Lord. That's a good one. We're not spending time with the Lord. We really don't hear what he's saying to us when we're out somewhere and doing things. The Lord may be trying to speak to us to say, go say hi to that person. We don't know what will happen. But if we just be open a little bit and not fearful. It was um, Mary and Martha. He came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work myself? Tell her to help me. She was scolding the Lord. Hey, what's going on? Tell her to help me. I'm over here doing all this work. But Mary picked a better thing. That she was listening to Christ. That was the most important thing. Mary and Martha. I think I better put my glasses on. <laughs> ah, there you are. <clears throat> We need, number two, we need to know that Christ can take natural elements and do supernatural things with them, like the bread and the fish. In verse 41 of Mark 36. Oh. Ah. Technology. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, 
He gave thanks and broke the loaves. They all ate and were satisfied. And his disciples picked up twelve baskets of broken pieces of bread and fish. He did supernatural with the natural. God can do the supernatural with our natural ability to just speak to someone, help someone, be there for someone. Those are all the things that God wants to use us in. Excuse me. A little nervous. I haven't spoken in a while. Okay. Number two. We need to see people as Jesus sees them. Most of the time we are only concerned about ourselves. The Lord wants to heal our sight so we can see like Jesus, which means to take a risk. Are we willing to take a risk? It was like the um, man going from Jerusalem to Jericho. He got beat up and robbed, right? A priest came along, saw the man, took a detour. The Levite came along, took a detour, walked the other, the other side. They didn't want to get involved. We are people to get involved. We are looking for people to get involved with. Because the only way that they're going to see a difference is if we get involved. We can walk to the other side, but we have to take a risk. There's a risk in it, but the risk is worth it to see someone come to the Lord, to be healed, to be set free. That's what we're here for, to help people get set free. Knowing the truth will set them free. And we have the truth, right? A priest happened to be going down. I already said that. Oh, I already said that. So we'll go on. Number three. The woman at the well. Seeing beneath the mask. The Samaritan woman. Jesus saw the need, her need and was not turned off by the way he was being met. He saw through her mask. Right? But that was it was a mouse. And John, telling verse sixteen, he told her, "Go, call your husband, and come back." I have no husband," she replied. Jesus said to her, "You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is that you have five. You had five husbands, and the man you're with now is not your husband. He didn't." get turned off by her trying to meet a need that she had like we all do. We all have a need and the only one that can really meet that need is Christ. He was trying every which way to be happy to be accepted because she wasn't accepted even in the village because she came up to the well at noon when it was blazing hot nobody else would go up there at that time. So she wouldn't be with the crowd because they were scorning her and everything else. So she went at the noon. Christ knew she was going to be there at noon. But she had a need. And he was willing to meet that need. 
But she saw her heart. He saw through her mask that she was trying to do all these things for acceptance. When we are totally accepted by the Father through his Son, Jesus Christ, we have been set free to be who we are. Who are we? We're a child of the King, child of God, sons and daughters of God. That's who we are. And we need to encourage each other to live like that. One of the ways that I, I believe that God strengthens us and strengthens me is by praying in the Spirit. I'm not saying everybody's got to do this, but my personal belief is that that gift is for everyone that's a believer because it is an edifier. Prophecy edifies the church. Praying in the Spirit edifies the individual believer. That's like working out with weights. It's working out with the Spirit. He is strengthening you and your soul and your spirit to do the works. To do the works. Just ask Him. Just ask Him to uh, make that come alive in you. Number four. Loving people, we must love them with the baggage they bring. He let her give the gift that she had. We were called to identify with people, not to be identical with them. We can identify because we are still sinners. But God does not hold us hold that against us because of his son's blood cleanses us continually. Continually. Starting at verse uh, Luke 7, 36 to 38. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at a Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. That was worth a year's wage. So she had to do a lot of stuff to be able to get a year's wage for this perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. That was also a sign of his death. She anointed him with an expensive perfume. She didn't know what she was doing, but the Lord did. So she had a gift. We all have a gift. That God wants to use in every one of us. And at any time, it could be any one of them. Just we have to be open. We have to be willing to be a, a using vessel. God is good. All the time. All the time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, number five. Loving others as we are. That we are acceptable to God. We are acceptable to God because of Jesus Christ. Because of his blood cleansing us, making us holy, making us righteous. You are righteous in Jesus Christ, every one of you. And we have to continually speak that over ourselves. I am the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We are righteous. No matter what goes on, what everybody says... You are the righteousness of Jesus Christ. It was given to us. 
We are righteous because of Christ. When we let people see we don't have it all together, who of us in here have it all together? Not me. Right? We know who does. Christ. Christ has it all together. This means we are free to fail and be ourselves. Who does God want us to be? Who cre- he created us to be. A person that is walking in love, walking in peace, walking in, in uh, humility. Because people know what you're walking in when they see you. They're a little smarter than we think. So as you just expose yourself to the people that are hurting, church is a, <clears throat> church is a hospital where the wounded and sick come. And we here are supposed to bring forth the healing that they can go out and bring wounded in. That's what the church is. We need to do that. We need to go out where the wounded are, like in the military, no man left behind. Oh, why don't we want to go there? So, uh, we have it. We have all the gifts that God has given each one of us. At any moment, he could use any one of us in any of those gifts. So, are we going to be available? You are everything that God wants you to be. And he's doing the changing. That he will have you how he wants you to be. And that's free. That's knowing that you are accepted by the Father. No matter what you do. Because his grace is there. His grace gives you the power to say no to sin. He gives you the power. And grace has a name. It's Jesus. Thank you.